Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hello and welcome to Nerd Talk. Today we are going to be diving in back into the MCU. The MCU is full of amazing characters. A few characters have stood the test of time in the comics, like Captain America, who has been portrayed by Steve Rogers, John Walker, Isaiah Bradley, Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson, and many more. It's one thing to wear the mask and to carry the shield, but it's entirely different to stand firm when the going gets rough. Today, we're talking about Captain America. It will contain spoilers, so if you're not caught up, here is your warning. So go ahead and, and close out, get caught up, and then join us back later. Uh, I have my buddies Will and Levi here today, and this is Will's first time on Nerd Talk, so welcome, and I'm glad that you are here, and welcome Losing back, Levi. Card. Do what? Losing the V card. Losing the V <laughs> Yeah. So this is your first time what? with us? Yes, the, the Valkyrie card, yes. Um, so, yeah. so with that, uh, guys, I'm, I'm stoked for this. Uh, Captain America sits as one of our favorites all the way around. We've all talked about this. Um, Levi and I have been kind of catching up as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was happening. Um, Will, when we, when all three of us worked together in Skyline many years ago, we used to talk about the cat, uh, movies all the time and, and things like that. Um, we were so excited. And then over the years, as more have come out, we've been talking about it. So I'm super excited that you guys are here today. Um, so my first question is for Will and Will, what started you into, uh, the world of nerd? What, what got you involved? Well, actually a bunch of things. I mean, it was, I mean, I think my first earlier memories were when I was about like five, seven, somewhere in there, but definitely power Rangers, uh, Kimberly. Oh my, uh, for probably my first crush right there. And it also helped that the blue Ranger, who was my favorite color was named Billy, which is short for Will. So that helps. And just that block was like perfect for kids on Fox Kids. You got Absolutely. Batman the Animated Series, which led into the Timverse, which I watched when I was a teen. Uh, X-Men, Spider-Man the Animated Series were on there as well. Uh, and then there was a little film. Uh, uh, I thought it was a being a little bit of a hipster. found, found this underground thing uh, called Star Wars uh, around the same time they re-released the Star the original Wars and cuts Hipster and have never editions. been on the same, same frequency. <laughs> What was that? I said Star Wars and hipsters have never been on the same frequency. Like everybody loves Star oh, Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I was like, at the time I was an only child. So that's fair. Yeah, that's got fair. all the toys, all, all. I mean, I was catching up on all the lore, grabbing all the books. I was just, I couldn't get enough Star Wars. And if you couldn't tell, I mean, no one's seeing this, but I got like Avengers posters and Star Wars poster up behind me yep. in my living room. Um and then, I mean, I drifted away from some of that stuff. Pokemon uh, came here and there. And, and around 2001, 2002, Smallville came about. That's like the show about Superman as a y young teenager. Uh, a lot of DC stuff, not Marvel right off the bat. Um, but got into that. And, I mean, more recently, I mean, I read comics all the time. The MCU and DC, whether you like it or not. Uh, I mean, I try to stay up on all of it. Oh, there's just so much, uh, but I also cosplay as Cap. But let's do a lot of things. I just I'll try to I'll just try to leave it at that. But uh, I mean, started trying to yeah. I'll just leave it there. I'll leave it. Yeah, there. <laughs> no, that that's awesome. I uh, yeah. One one of the things that uh, Will and I do, uh, we go to Comic Cons, uh, and we well Levi was even at the same Comic Con with us the year that Stan Lee came to uh, Cincinnati, which is the one that I always <sighs> talk about. Um, mm -hmm. and so if you look at some of the photos on my personal page, not the, not the, the big page, uh, for nerd talk, but on my personal page, I've got a whole album and there was one, this was my favorite thing. I dressed up as Jay Garrick flash, which again is a DC character. And I bumped into Will and you were, you were dating a girl at the time who was also there. And we, we go together and I said, Hey, would you be willing to take the photo of me and Will? And it was one where you were holding the rope. And so it looked like you were climbing up like all like old school Batman style. Yeah. And then, like six, I pretended six Batman. Yeah. yeah. And then I pretended like I was racing up the side and I looked at you and you looked at me. And I've got this like really cool photo between the two of us. 
and I just I, I need I to find that one. That. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> in a it's minute. it's pretty cool. Um, so but yeah, I just I like the fact that you know there's that nerdy side that we can all kind of we all relate to, but it's also it's it's always more. Um, you get to kind of say, hey, I saw you you did uh the the cosplay, or hey, I love the the picture that you did. Um, for for Will, I know you do a lot of running and exercising. And you, uh, when you post it on your stories, you always throw Captain America music in, um, which in, in Avengers oh, music, oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> which probably people are sick of it. I'm, I'm glad you love it. But I, I love it. Some people have actually reached out. I mean, I'm not trying to like be like, oh, hey, you should run, guys. But uh, it, I mean, because I, I was just thinking about that today. Do I? I'm like, do I use this music too much? I mean, because it's always at the top. Like, hey, you're most used. <laughs> so. No, I I think what's cool about it is it shows like that. Like in these movies, the uh, the guys who write the music, who score the music, who who do all of it, they write them very well. Like the MCU has amazing music. Um, there's very few that like you don't know the character if you hear the music. Like like I've got so for me personally, I've got a ton of Marvel characters, uh, their theme songs, and those are my ringtones. I have uh, GarageBand, so I'll buy the song for the introduction of that character. And then like if you call me, like it could be like Captain America. And then, like, uh, if Levi calls me, it could be Thor. Like, depending on who it is, ha- they have their own set superhero as their ringtone. Um, and I just, I love that because when you think about, like, Captain America, there is one song that always gets me, and it's from the Winter Soldier. It's when he hops on the Lemurian star. It's just, it was just like this spy thriller song. Oh, it was really good. Um, so, I, I, I prefer uh, taking a stand at the end because, like, it's just yeah. very, like, sets the tone. Oh, but, I, but I think both of those, like, have... I forget the word for it, but they both, I think they both have elements of each other in there throughout that whole thing. Henry Jackman, I believe is his name. Yep. Uh, did the score for that. Absolutely. And it just, it was really well written. Um, and everything just works really well together. So, you know, we've, we've gone through, through three phases of film, uh, and, and Steve Rogers has up until, uh, end game has, has carried the, the mantle, uh, but like I said earlier, it takes more than just carrying that mantle. You have to be able to stand and, and do uh, stand up for, for righteousness, for justice, um, not just the American way, but just for humanity. Um, when you look at comics like Civil War specifically, like he went and like he's a, he's an outed hero and he joined the other guys because he's like they need to have someone who's going to stand for them. Like you, you can't just take things away. And, and there's parts of that in the, in the MCU that we really see. And now that he's not there. Um, we need to look back at when he was and kind of, I want to talk about that. So what were some of your favorite moments? Um, and Will, I'm going to start with you. Uh, but what were some of your favorite moments from the MCU that, that were about Steve? Like what were some of those moments that you really liked? Just favorite moments in general. Uh, yeah. okay. Um, I, I mean, I, I know it's not like not most, the most profound one, uh, but I think coming into Avengers infinity war, I mean, it just, we hadn't seen Cap since Civil War, and there was like, I mean, we saw Bucky and, and Black Panther and a few other like teases as to what Cap was doing, but just his return to help like the two strongest Avengers in Infinity War. I mean, approximately midnight, and I think Corvus is it Corvus? I yeah, think I think it it's Corvus Clave. Uh, have him like cornered, and I'm just going like, these are, these are the two most these are the two most powerful Avengers, and they can't handle it. But then Cap, Falcon, and Black Widow just like wrecked the floor with them. But I think I, I mean. I, there's obviously some power scale in there in the movie, but it was just very believable and just the train coming in and like the music hyping up. I'm just like, oh, the Avengers theme and Cap and oh, he's got a beard. And should I grow a beard? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, the answer is always yes. You should grow a beard. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. If I get that suit, a beard is coming. Uh, I just <laughs> I, I don't I don't like the upkeep and I I like my baby face. Okay. <laughs> uh, I stand with any, baby face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, so, so the train um, so was a big scene. Yeah. Um, and the next one, I'm a romantic, guys. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna hear it from both of you here, but uh, when he gets his dance at the end of Endgame, uh, I mean, they've been hinting that relationship, like even at the his little post credit scene at the end of uh, First Avengers, like oh, I had a date, like that's just so haunting. When Scarlet Witch got in his head, like that's all he was thinking about. And I mean, I know at the beginning of the movie he said like he had moved on, but then during the time travel adventure he saw her again and all those butterflies i'm i'm sure came back and i mean he, he planned it i mean he he did so much and helped everybody in the mcu so much it's about time he was selfish and i'm probably gonna get a lot of flack for this for picking that scene because i know there's a lot of people on the internet who don't stand <laughs> that and would, would rather he stay with bucky because they they ship those 
Um, I, I don't know if uh, Disney has also do something like that, but and also um, uh, it, it just—I mean—they've been setting it up for years. Like it was perfect, and I mean, I've seen it in theaters, even in IMAX, like I, I teared up. It was—it was, it was beautiful. And if if Steve can get his gal and be patient, even though like he's a weirdo hundred something old, like there's hopefully you're your right, dance partner. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, so so I don't hear – I'm going to pause real fast So uh, because I've got a little bit of connection issue. Um, what he was saying for our listeners, um, he's saying that, you know, if there's hope for uh, Captain America to go back, uh, then there's going to be hope for any of us nerds out here who are listening to Nerd Talk. Um, and, and like you said, finding the right dance partner um, because there is just yeah. a little lag. So I, I'm just going to stop you every now and then just to make sure that we do get that. So, uh, But Levi, what were got you it. saying? What was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> so what? What were some of your favorite ball. moments? Oh yeah, yeah. We need. We apparently we need to go to the clubs and stuff and find the right dance partner. Is that the the way to go to uh, find love of our lives? Apparently? I guess so. I guess or join the military. Find our Peggy. If they start dancing to WAP, get out of there. I mean, <laughs> if WAP comes on, I'm getting out of there. Like, <laughs> it's terrifying. Please. <laughs> so, um, so so what? Are these are <laughs> the lyrics. Uh, that's P word. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's yep. So oh, that was uncanny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Levi, what was uh, what were some of your favorite Steve moments in the MCU? Uh, so honestly, it's gotta be obviously everyone's favorite, where he just gets the crap beat out of him in the very first scene we ever see him in in the first Avenger. You know, in the alley, he just gets. And I'm not. I'm not kidding. It is one of my favorite scenes because. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he's getting the just beaten down so badly and that's where we first see captain america that's where we see what he is we see steve as he's supposed to be i also something to add to that too i just love that he's sorry to cut you off i just love that he's standing up to some rude people in the movie theater because we're all there to enjoy the spectacle and i've know we've probably all been there at least once or twice but like just all the a-holes and uh people who are on their phone not paying attention to like the spectacle and things like if you have two hours like just get out if you're gonna be like haggling not haggling heckling uh the odd in the audience is like oh what are you even doing there so i'm glad like yeah I mean, yeah, it's not a comedy show. Every, We're not, uh, they're not going to respond. Time I go to the movies, I want to beat someone up there because they're just being an idiot. Oh, I've gotten not not fights, but like arguments with people in my life. Stood up and done. That. I'm going like, hey, um, maybe you're not interested in this, but the rest of us, the house. Um, if you can't if you be rude, please get out. And. They would try to. I, I swear, some of these guys were waiting outside, like to, to pull the Steve Rogers, but they saw him six five. It's like, oh, never mind, never mind. We're good. We're good. So, yeah, no, that's. I, so, yeah, I, I enjoy I, that I film too. Or that like, spot. For one, yeah, he stands up in a in a movie theater. Is like, dude, shut up. But and we see him being like, why Steve Rogers is such a great Captain America. We see it for the first time in the alleyway, and then my other like top moment that i just absolutely love uh is in endgame before all the other avengers come back and before the anya and and all that uh he is facing down thanos on his own his shield has been broken thor has been just beaten down we don't know where tony is at that moment uh, because he's been beaten down too and he just looks up at thanos and tightens the shield on his arm and prepares himself to fight alone and do everything that he has to on his own. He's willing to make that sacrifice to just end to, to, to fight to the very end. I think it's a very beautiful moment because we see why Steve Rogers is such a good hero. And it, it is because he's just such a good person and he's willing to do the absolute most to do the right thing. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, and like we were kind of talking earlier, I think what's beautiful about that moment is when he grabs the shield, you can see he's in pain. Um, he, he's injured at that point. I mean, it's three against the Mad Titan, which this guy is, is crazy. And, like, this isn't like Avengers Infinity War Mad Titan. This is, like, 
2014 Mad Titan, who is a lot crazier. He's not got the experience he, that uh, he of facing the Avengers at this point. Like he just comes in with raw anger, and Steve like in pain tightens it, which I think is just a beautiful image in itself. That hey, I'm willing to to do everything that yeah. I can for. I I love that. And it pays homage to Infinity Gauntlet too. Like I think at, for a moment there when we saw it uh, opening night, I thought he was going to go into that dialogue, but like it just says it on his face and just even like the imagery, like just seeing him standing it. Like if just one person stands against him, Thanos can't claim victory. I mean, that's like the big thing from that comic book. And I thought it was coming and I was so nervous that he was going to get obliterated, but alas portals happened and then, Oh, so good. So yeah. Good. And even then, like even that, just the, if, if the one person is willing to stand up, it's very reminiscent of the first Avengers movie where Loki uh, tell is in Germany and tells all the people to kneel. And the only person that doesn't is the old man. And he says, I'll, I'll never kneel to people like you. There, there will always be people like you. And just the one person refusing to do it, it's so powerful. Absolutely. I think <clears throat> I, I, I've talked about this on former episodes of the podcast. I think that sometimes those storytelling moments are just so beautiful and they transcend over multiple movies. And you start to see, hey, this is where we set something, but it, it laid the groundwork that it continues this story moving forward. And I, I just love it. Um I know that like for visual effects, um, I loved an Age of Ultron, which Age of Ultron is not uh, my favorite movie by any means with Cap. Um, but I absolutely love when he grabs the wood and him and Tony are having their little spat and he just like straight up rips it apart. And I'm like, you know, at this point, you haven't seen the strength of Cap. You've seen the heart. But at that point, like you hadn't seen too, too much of like him really like how strong he was i mean there's been a couple moments here and there that you're like oh like he's strong and then you're like okay i i've i've, I've cut trees down myself i've done that kind of work and to see a guy just completely rip a piece of wood in half i'm like yeah i i, I want to be like him that'd be sweet um i think one of the other big ones for me was just you know, Winter Soldier just all the way around. I loved that. But I think him diving out of the plane um, in the back was was just beautiful. Uh, they're like, did he go jump without a parachute? And they're like, yeah, he did. And then he just stealths on. So it, it's not just like, hey, I'm a soldier. I'm also a spy. Like, I can do this kind of stuff. But he was always really polite about stuff. He always respected the, the chain of command unless something was wrong. Um, and I, I think that was great about Cap. I think that those moments kind of showed like a little bit more to his character. Um, and they, they just showed a lot more story building for, for later, uh, later points in the, in the movies. Um, so with cap having some pretty stellar soundtracks, uh, each moving or eat with each movie soundtrack, uh, somewhat the same yet vastly different, uh, at the same time, which of his solo movies had the best music? Will I'll go ahead and start with you. All right, so I guess we should probably talk about the music because that stuff's iconic. I always put it in my Instagram stories, and it's on my running playlist. Uh, I guess I'll go with my my favorite track out of all of the Cap stuff. I mean, Louisiana Hero comes good. It's a good second. It's good, it's good montage music. I kind of wish I had lived back in the farm in o Ohio, and I would just have like my own little montage and throw my shield at some pads, but taking a stand from the winter soldier the end credits music that has like the little art leading into the mid credits scene oh absolutely it's iconic, it's iconic. I, I mean there's there's a lot of people on the internet who like to say the music isn't good it's like you're not listening or you're just trying to find some negative thing about the mcu like you're not trying if you don't think the music's iconic like when i hear any of that stuff i'm like oh that's from cap and there's some iron man things thor and guardians of the galaxy have some similar tones i mean i think alan Silvestri and a few others i mean there is iconic incidental music even like captain i would even say captain marvel even though that's not my favorite of the movies sorry hot take over here uh like i she has her own iconic music like yeah but yeah taking a stand from winter soldier hands down absolutely i think so so you would say that the winter soldier has the best overall music though out of the films more than likely and i think it started there and went on and, and into his series, yes, because yeah, Henry I, Jackman, I, I believe, is the composer on that, and, and he then just he, showed back up for uh, he still War brings some of that incidental music into some of his other scores, like even Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
I think I heard some like little beats from Civil War, and he yeah. has done all the music from for those uh, three properties. Absolutely, I think I think it helped build the foundation. I think it had some of the, the most iconic music. Um, you know, you think of of Civil War. Um, you hear the songs, but you're not as into it as much as like what what Winter Soldier did. I think that Winter Soldier has has kind of got its a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, shows it, it's kind of uh, as we talked about. Um, a few weeks ago with some of the other guys on, on the podcast, they kind of sprinkle it in. Um, it, it's very well sprinkled in through the whole process. It's not overpowering, but you can, you can feel the, the winter soldier vibe um, moving forward. It's, it, it's still there, which I think is cool. So what about you, Levi, which of the, which of the movies do you think had the best music? Oh, uh, best music of the three, I would say probably goes to uh, the winter soldier. Uh, but personally, like my my favorite of any of the music within anything with Captain America is I'm pretty sure it's just Cap's theme. Uh, and like when we first really see him really testing out his 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 powers is when he saves Bucky and Bucky makes it across the beam and then the beam falls and he has to make the jump. And it's the oh, build absolutely. up with his yeah. theme music of him leaping this incredible distance and then it cuts to him leading an army of men that he just saved back to camp and it's just such a amazing build up uh mm -hmm. and the music is just spectacular and I, and I love his theme with it it's it's just powerful absolutely and fun fact they actually use like that music when he's making that leap when he's fighting Thanos as well like those are yeah. the only two times like there's a big reason they used it right there it's just like oh hey like he took that big leap before when he first suited up as cap uh uh, off, off when he wasn't doing the bonds, and now he's using it right now, standing up to a mad titan. So, like, Alan Silvestri knows what he's doing there with the music. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yes. Like, it, very well done. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I think that the first movie, uh, the the Winter Soldier, or not the Winter Soldier, uh, the first Avenger. I think the first Avenger had some very classic tones to it, um, which I think I like that. Like, it gives that more 1940s vibe. Like, there there were some of those songs that just. Uh, when when the, when he's doing the bonds, when he's selling the bonds, and it's like, who da 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 da, like I just I, I loved that. I thought that was like very, very iconic to that time frame because they that's kind of the music. It's very very. Kind so, of, go ahead. The thing is that that the music that is playing that the band is playing when he's selling war bonds, that is the song that is playing when uh, John Walker runs onto the. So the the football field. Oh yeah, I to do love an interview. That. Oh my god! It's gosh. just done by a high black school. college band. Yeah, was it high school mm -hmm. or college? It was college. Okay, yeah. the The band, I think they took a very unique way with it, and I because I, I was gonna bring that point up, and I was like, I couldn't remember if it was high school or college, but I loved when the band did that, and I was just like, there was just this beautiful moment where you can you can like like we kind of said. You, you bring it in at the beginning and then you can sprinkle it in later or you can revamp it later and things like I love that. Um, but I think we kind of are, are starting to agree here. Winter Soldier absolutely was the best, though. Um, you know, each each one had their own, but Winter Soldier just kind of was the, the peak of all that. So so I don't know if I even have to ask this next question. Um, which of his solo movies was Steve's best? Um, I feel like can, can we all kind of agree that it's Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah. Yes, I, part of me wanted to be contrary and just say Civil War just to challenge you, but yeah, don't it's Winter it. Soldier. Don't, Honestly, don't I that. was thinking about being uh, contrary to and saying the first Avenger. <laughs> Had we all been like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's... I think that one gets underrated all the time, but like, I think a big thing holding that one back, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just that the director of that, Joe Johnston, I believe that that's who yeah. it is, uh, yeah. also did Rocketeer, which is very similar. Um, a pulp 1940s hero has a very yeah. unique power and has to help fight Nazis. I mean, they they didn't do that. I mean, they did that on purpose, <laughs> I, I believe. Yeah. And just like it was very wholesome, nice movie, just like that, and some other things that guy's done. Uh, but yeah, it's Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, For sure. I'm like, there, there's no question. Next there. question. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, because gonna... I, I just I would even say like it, people who didn't like First Avenger, because like I. I mean, First Avengers is what got me to love the character. Oh, uh, people who were going like, oh, Captain America is still lame. I'm going like, is he? Uh, then we saw, uh, I, I, I know from my experience, I saw Thor Dark World and IMAX. So you got like a nice little preview. That elevator scene, 
I was I was already a cat fan, but like it took me over. But then everybody else saw Winter Soldier with me and like, hmm, Cap's kind of a badass. I'm like, huh, huh, <laughs> weird. You weren't saying that uh, oh, in 2012. Way, language. Thought I'd thought uh, I'd throw that one in there as as our pun. Uh, uh, just uh, slipped uh, out. It's fine. It, it, it did. Out. That is America's are, beep. <laughs> are we are we gonna talk about the fact that he Cap said language? Uh, Steve, he said a he said a bad word. I love I love that I loved that that was one of those things that, that Fury, you son of a bitch! Oh, you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> there there were some some things in that movie that that just it, it was done very very well. Um, mm-hmm. so so moving forward, uh, his last outing, um, as far as we know, which I I personally don't think he's done, um, because I've already heard that Chris Evans is in contract to do more, um, but that I'm not. Yeah, he's big air quotes we'll, there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what allegedly. Happens. Yeah. So so with that, um, we're gonna talk about Endgame for a quick minute. Uh, so Steve is with Thor and Tony taking on Thanos. Uh, Levi, you kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, and he's off screen, and this moment where Mjolnir, which is Thor's hammer, flies, and you think it's gonna go to to Thor, and then it flies past Thor and Thanos, and it hits Cap's hand. What was your guys' reaction to that? Uh, screaming like a little girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine, too. Right. Uh, so I'm in Indianapolis for anyone in the podcast who's curious. Uh, but they have that IMAX theater at the museum downtown. And I got off that Thursday. And my boss, I, I was going to see it like at 10 or midnight. But my boss came through and was like, hey, uh, I'm actually going to be out of town. You can have my tickets to go earlier so people don't spoil it for you. Damn. Which already, hey, oh, you're the best man. boss ever. Thank you. <laughs> have I mentioned that lately? Uh, but it was like this iconic, because his parents uh, I have like walking disabilities. Uh, so he had tickets for them. Um, but since they couldn't go, you got you got my gain. Uh, nice. But I was like in the perfect seat to see that. And I saw that. So I have all the space. I'm, 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 I was like dancing. I'm like, ah! What? And even now, like, I don't know how much you guys follow me on social media, but like, I've come up with like this little punch, com- punch and kick combo. Um, this one round because I work, I work at a kickboxing gym. Uh, have I mentioned that yet? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that goes to that music when he gets Thor's hammer because like it's so iconic. Like I, I just try to practice that because hey, you never know. Mad Titan might Absolutely. come here and someone, someone needs to needs to be someone as my be shirt ready. says, worthy. Absolutely, we gotta be ready. Because <laughs> uh, for all the audio listeners, um. I'm wearing a Captain America shirt that has Thor's hammer on it that says "Worthy" as well. So, for the no, like that that scene, I I vividly remember it because for me in that movie it was like the craziest scene because all of a sudden they're like time travel. It's like that was unexpected, and then it was all of a sudden, holy crap! Cap is using Mjolnir. And not just holding it and waving it around, but controlling lightning. With oh, yeah. It. Like, Spinning it around, me. too. Going nuts so with it. cool. It was just amazing. And it blew my mind. And I may have yeah, cried just a little. knocking him around, too. Like, it was just like, oh, come on. Like, br- bring it down, man. Uh, we we may have a chance yet. When he was going cr- crazy on him. I'm just like, ah. And then like just when even he li- when he's, like, throwing the shield and the hammer right behind him. And the vibranium, like, because what he learned from the first Avenger just yep. shows, like, all of them have been paying attention since their first intros yeah. to each other like how to like best get combos with these items that they have that are iconic beautiful it's just oh, and beautiful and then thanos pulls some nonsense and honestly him him just raising the the hammer in the air and then bringing it down and just lightning comes from the sky i was like oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. so and the, it kind of begs the question when he has the hammer does that mean he has all of the powers of thor yeah, because so, we found out in Thor Ragnarok that it's not the hammer that gives him his strength, but does that mean that when he when someone else has the hammer, they him. have all of the same strength and power as Thor? Yeah, so so that that's a great question. I know one person uh, there there is this meme that has been running around probably for a year now. Um, at least, and it said, "Are you the god of hammers or the god of thunder?" And then it it showed. Uh, like oh like i am the god of thunder but then like they picked up uh, a piece where it was the lightning bringing down and it's like maybe i am the god of hammers <laughs> and i'm just like <laughs> like i i don't know i think that that moment was just so iconic because they teased it 
that was that was something that was oh yeah well in the making and like oh yeah if they, if they didn't do that with steve by the by the end of his outings i think a lot of people would have rioted like if that never happened like i would be more on the side that steve's definitely coming back in some capacity but i mean they've done so much with him like that i never thought would be possible i mean he's only used uh Mjolnir, uh so many times I'm sorry if I said that terribly. Um, no, you're but here. every time he does, it's a it's a big deal. Even even though it's probably not a popular version of him using it, but like even the Hydra version has used the hammer, and it's yeah. just like. But yeah. granted, he he changed the uh, inscription with the Tesseract or whatever, or the Cosmic Cube. But I'm just like, w- w- when he's picking up the hammer, some serious business is, is about to happen. Absolutely. Granted, though, like while while I think the hammer shows a lot of character for Steve. There's a surprising amount of people that have just like lifted the hammer well, and can wield it. It's funny because uh, the moment in Age of Ultron when when Steve barely moves it, they ask Black Widow, "Hey, would you 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 gonna take your turn?" And she said, "That's not a uh, a question I need answered." And she's one of the the people that has held the the hammer, and so yeah. it's, it's funny that like they were doing a nod where like she could have actually been worthy for it, and they just they just wrote it off kind of as a gag, but for comic book readers who truly know like, Oh, Hey, she actually held the the hammer. Mm-hmm. So granted, I think the best person like revealed that someone is, uh, is worthy of the hammer is, uh, like in the comics is when beta Ray bill first wields it because oh, yeah. Thor just throws the hammer at him thinking he's an enemy and he catches it midair and throws it back. Oh Yeah. And it's like that's hilarious, and he like he just continues the fight because he didn't know what he did. I gotta say, I think that would be an awesome moment if we see that in Love and Thunder, um, or just even Guardians Three. Yeah, because I, I, I mean yeah. it's probably gonna be a Thor thing, but you, you mean, uh, I mean with those two so like Guardians intertwined now, it's hard as, to tell I mean, where, where we're where we're gonna get who where. So oh, I mean in in Thor Ragnarok when the when they get to uh, when Thor is like first captured and. You see them mm-hmm. building the, uh, the the face of the Hulk as like to show that he's the reigning champ. The head right beneath him is yeah. Beta Ray Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that Man Thing was also on there. Um, and there was I forget who the others were, but they said like all of those characters were actual like big names at one point or another in Marvel Comics. Yeah. So which I I think is cool. Um, so moving forward, that uh, post the Battle of Endgame. Steve has to go and do his thing, and he comes back, and they're like, oh, bring him back, bring him back, and they lost him, but he, he goes through and, and becomes old man Steve, and he passes the shield to Sam. What were your expectations, and did you expect him to hand it off to uh, Sam, or did you think he was going to give it to Bucky? Because I know that was a big controversy as to, okay, if he's going to actually like be done – Who's he going to pass the shield off to? Because both of them have played Captain America. So, Levi, who did you think he was – or, like, how did you think that was going to play out? Where, what were some of your expectations moving forward with it? Um, I When I realized that he wasn't coming back and he was, that he was old man uh, Steve, uh, I in my head I was like, oh, this is when Sam becomes Captain America and he, he has, he'll have the suit where he has the shield – and his wings. And I was like, oh, that's just what it's going to be. And I was like, this is amazing. This is this is a big step forward. Uh, Captain America is going to be black. I was like, that's a really big thing. Absolutely. And like, it, it's, it's great representation. And it's just a really big thing, especially for the comics and how even the movies, how much they do talk about politics and, and stuff like that. I was like, this is huge. And... I just think it was really well done and uh, even more so with how they've handled it with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's just been really well made, I think, the way that they've done it and presented it. Absolutely. I think um, – and we're, we're going to hop into that in just a moment, but I think that they just handled it very, very well with – you know, because I'll be honest, every almost every character up until Black Panther, all the superheroes were white. And to, and to see some, some – well – well, I'll, I'll give you Rhodey, and you have Falcon. So, so three black characters in a roster of what twenty some heroes. It's like you, there's not a lot mm-hmm. of racial diversity here. And as mm-hmm. soon as Steve steps down to pass it to Sam, I just, I gotta say, I think that was a a good marketing ploy, but I think it was an even better storytelling 
um, because Falcon and the Winter Soldier from Civil War, when when he's like, can you move the seat up? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, moving forward, I don't care what happens as long as you keep those two together. And I think by keeping Bucky as as Bucky, as the Winter Soldier, and not as Captain America, I think you're allowing Sam to to grow into this role. You're allowing a lot better storytelling, and you're going to help some some diversity happen where instead of having to – redo the character you're allowing a character to take a mantle um which is a comic book representation as well which i love so yeah i, I think i think mm-hmm. you, you hit that one right absolutely so what about you will uh when when steve passed the shield uh, what, what were your expectations? I, I mean i just i knew it was coming uh to a degree uh i mean uh chris evans's contract was up uh i mean the comic book stickler like wanting things to go in order wanted it to be bucky but i think the way they've set up bucky in this universe i'm sure maybe steve because there is rumors there was a deleted scene maybe in the show where there was a discussion of of giving sam the sealed or bucky i'm sure steve probably considered bucky um but bucky probably with his mental issues and still trying to get over the winter soldier nonsense thought like, I, I can't represent that. Like, and then just what we've learned in Falcon and the winter soldier, there's maybe to a degree, uh, it's good that Bucky didn't get the shield because there'd be even more blood on, on its hands. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I mean, there was a good, I, I have not unfortunately read the storyline, but I, from what everyone tells me when Bucky did wield the shield, uh, he did a lot to kind of make up for his past mistakes and try to do the best he could. Uh, but I think he's doing that just fine in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I mean, I've read some of the Sam stuff in, in Marvel now, and I just, I was kind of, I gotta say, I was a little bit shocked that we're hopping into the Marvel now stuff, but just everything that they're setting up, like the the all new, all different Avengers, the young Avengers stuff of that sort. But I'm I'm getting ahead. I, I mean, I was excited. I mean, Sam's got a pretty cool suit, and he can fly, and has the shield. I mean, Thor's hammer is pretty cool, but could, could Cap fly? I'm just saying. That's true. Pretty could cool. Cap have vibranium wings? I don't think so. No, well, I'm sure if he asked uh, Black Panther, he would have given him. Um, but yeah, it's and it's also just to echo you guys' points. It, it was a good uh, move for representation too, because like, I, I mean, like I said, there was. I mean, I have like the action figures in my nerd room over there. Like, there is a lot of white in there, and I mean, I, I get I, I got random tangent about Marvel Legends toys. Uh, they they came out with a Black Panther wave a while back, and it had Black Panther. Killmonger, but it was just a repaint of the Black Panther suit. Uh, one of the Mara, D- D- I can't the, say the, the name Dora right. The, the the warrior women. The Dora Milaje. Dora Dora Milaje, thank you. Um, Iron Man and Namor, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" They they rectified it and made a second wave, but it should have never have come to that. There's so many black characters. There was even at the time Riri Riri Williams uh, was Ironheart at the yeah, time and, yeah. and taking the Iron Man. I was like raising an eyebrow. And just, I don't know. I mean, I'm always fine getting like a new repaint or a new suit of some of the old characters, but like there's so many new characters they haven't done. Like they they made a Sam Wilson cap, uh, <laughs> but it's in a three pack with all these other guys. It's like, nah, I mean, they, they are making the TV show one. Hasbro just needs to get their crap together. That's all I'm saying yeah. with some of these releases. But just seeing that and now, now that he, he's going to be one of the front runners. And I think it kind of goes to some of the stuff steve has been saying throughout the series and just even in that movie like oh you're a good man sam like because that's what dr Erkstein yeah. when he picked steve was Absolutely. about going like i don't want the good soldier i want the good man and when we get into falcon winter soldier here in a bit like that's kind of we, we see what happens when the good soldier gets the super soldier serum and then we see what happens when the good man gets the shield and uh, not gonna lie i'd rather uh t- take the sam side it's the sam and bucky yeah, side of things for sure oh absolutely. and i think it's just really interesting thing especially with like today everything that's going on in the world today there it's it baffles me but doesn't surprise me that there are people that are genuinely angry that sam is the new captain america and they're like oh bucky should be captain america because he's also a displaced person from the 1940s and he is like okay that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a better suit for being Captain America doesn't mean he's better suited for it in any way. Uh In this storyline, we've seen that he struggles a lot, and he is very 
he's a very broken person who, for the most part, I think he does want peace or at least the best he can. And if he's Captain America, he won't ever find it. I think what's mm-hmm. really cool about this is you've got two sides of the same coin. You've got a military personnel holding the shield, no matter which way you would have chosen. But then you look at it and you see Bucky is a broken man trying to mend his fences. He's trying to to move forward in life. But then you've got uh, Sam, who sometimes, the I mean, even in the real world, the real world is against him at the moment. Like you said, there are yeah. some people who aren't aren't for it, but – which w- who who would who would you rather have the shield? Someone who is going to pull a John Walker, and we're just going to go ahead and, and dive right into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, who would pull a John Walker and put more blood on the shield, or would you rather see someone who is going to genuinely fight to preserve the the purity and the peace and the and, and what that shield stands for? Because at the very beginning of the series, Sam, when he's giving the shield up, like he talks about the shield and what it represents, and I think what's really cool about it is that when you look at, at the suit, and, and Levi, you were talking about it, the reason that his new suit, and if you guys haven't seen the suit, oh my gosh, I'm hoping that you like our listeners are, uh, are have, have taken our spoiler warning because like this new suit is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty comic accurate. Yeah. I, I mean, oh I, I have like a, a little statue thing. I mean, there's a few like minor details, but like we know we're going to see the suit like at least five, six more times, and there might be yeah. even stealth versions. and Yeah. And all I, these other weird different mission ones. There's going to be so many toys. And, I'm not going to have enough money. Like, yeah, uh, no, I was, I Jordan, was looking... I think I know where you're going with this, with the suit, about yeah. how much white is on his suit, right? Yeah. And, and the point that you were so, going to make. Yeah, John absolutely. Walker's suit didn't have any white at all. And uh, Sam's suit has so much white. And with the red, white, and blue of the American flag, white stands for, like, uh, it's like purity and and like innocence or, or uh, something like that. It, it, it's basically showing the difference between the two. Where whereas John was just a ruthless soldier who was who would do whatever he needed to to get the mission done, and then there's Sam who's so compassionate and he's just trying to do the right thing that even when he's actively being attacked by the flag smashers he's not fighting back because he yeah, he's always de-escalating and it's like it's just like this is really powerful just in their even just showing it in their individual suits absolutely the difference between the two people yeah i i look at that and i'm just like i love it um and like like will was saying there's not going to be enough money in the bank for for all the toys that are going to come out i uh i, I mean have you seen all the like the merchandise that has come out since so, the show's ended, like the hot toy looks good, everything. I, well, I mean, part of me really want. Part of me, I, I knew this probably would have belittled any message they were gonna do in that show. But part of me wanted them to like maybe split the shield, or they each get one, and they'd be like they'd be co-captains of like certain regions or something like that. Or Bucky could be like a secret cap, like stealth cap or something like that. Because like there's been other there's been comics books of everyone who's been cap like coming together like there's there was this uh, fun like time travel storyline called the Captain America Corps where caps of the future past and present all meet mm-hmm. up and Bucky actually meets up with the past Steve and Steve just like in awe like oh my god you took up the mantle for me but he's like yeah you you died though he's like well hey you're making me proud now and just like it was just that reassurance and that pat on the back yeah. on his shoulder I mean <sighs> there's no, I... so many good stories you could tell with people becoming Captain America, even like, I, I think there is a redemption story in store for John Walker. I don't agree with everything he's, he's done, but I do see a little bit of his struggle, a little bit coming up. I'm not saying like John Walker's the best guy. I'm going to be his best friend, but like, I do see him trying to do the right thing, but like, sometimes yeah, they, that isn't enough. And hmm. they definitely painted John Walker as someone that can be relatable. And like, we can understand why, he acts the way he does, and we can see it. But I do think that they are going to give him his own shield with the next time that we see him. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably just be. It'll, I don't think it'll be vibranium, though. I think it's adamantium? going to be adamantium. Because at in the comics, the person that created uh, is like the second issue of uh, of Captain America. He's given his shield by the president and the guy that made it made it on accident because he was he was doing something with vibranium alloy and it settled overnight and was like it he didn't mean to make it and then he couldn't recreate it 
and then in his attempt to recreate it down the line, he made adamantium instead. Yeah, because because you can't do the whole reforming of, of vibranium. Um, mm-hmm. As long as I, as, so, as far as I understand it, is like you can you can heat adamantium up, but it's like crazy hot. Like you like basically the sun. Um, you can you can eventually take it out or take it away, but you can't destroy vibranium the same way. Mm-hmm. You can break it. That's yeah, you, all you, you can, can do. With it, unless break, you have like a double crazy alien sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was probably also made out of vibranium. Well, to be determined. Or some weird toys. space metal. That going we back don't to know the of. toys real fast. Uh, Will, I gotta say, I'm looking forward most to the Legos. I found out that uh, they are putting out uh, the WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they are gonna put out minifigures. So they do like these packs where you can buy the blind minifigure. bags. Yeah, my friend uh, Nick is into that, and he showed me like the, all the potential spoilers, and I'm like, oh. Because they did it for DC recently and had a bunch of like new stuff. Because I think they it was the first time they made a Simon Baz, but that's not anything yeah. cap related. But they had like an old school year one Batman with the purple gloves, yep. uh, so, a Jake Garrick Flash, Star Girl. Yeah, it I was a good have, set. I have a, quite a few of those. Um, and so I'm a big Lego guy myself, and so I'm really really excited about. Um, because I heard that one of the things was like you might get White Vision, um, you might get the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in their new suits. Um, so so new cap as like. I'm like, okay, if I get the like red, white, and blue wings and the suit, like I'm so excited for that. But I saw that uh, the Hasbro Legend, um, you have to buy like all of the the Disney Plus series to get his wings. To get his wings, you, you like, don't have to get Loki. It looks like uh, it looks like they maybe re put another set in there. But if I do, I'm gonna be. I don't have a Loki though, so I do need to get it. But I just wish it was the original first Avengers suit one because I yeah. don't necessarily love the Ragnarok one. Um, but yeah, toys. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, Good I'm stuff. like, All the toys. I think one of the biggest things that, and I'm going to side tangent real fast. One of the biggest things that they ever did was for infinity war. Uh, they put all the gems in each of the Lego sets. So if you wanted Thanos's gauntlet with all the, uh, the stones, you had to buy every single Avengers infinity war set. So that way you could have the full, I was like, you guys are mad geniuses. So, uh, yes, that's what boot Legos are for. Hey, everybody, don't. I mean, unless it's a really cool set and you want to get it, get the Lego set. But if you don't want to pay $100 just to get a Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, go to cons or look online. Boot Legos, they exist. It's a thing. <laughs> so, it's a real thing. So, what was your guys' Link thoughts? below. Yeah. No, 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 we are not. I'm not linking below. I want, I would love for Lego to sponsor us. Um, so, what were some of your guys' favorite? Sell out. No. I, I would, in a heartbeat to Lego. Uh, <laughs> What what did you guys like from the series? Like, what did you guys not like from the series of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? If you can make one or two changes, what did what would that look like? Will, we're going to go ahead and start with you, bud. Ah, uh, favorite moments. I'll try to go episode by episode. Uh, I mean, first off, uh, letting Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie actually act. I mean, oh when gosh, you're paying yeah. Chris Evans the big bucks and the movie's called Captain America, you, you got to give him X amount of screen time. And with everyone else and it being such a big universe... Some of them got lost in the shovel, and yeah, like we got like the backstory on Bucky, but like there's still so many years, and I mean, there's just so much they could do with Bucky, and I know all the Sebastian Stan stands want more of that, and I just, it was just good to see him act and just go through like them addressing mental health issues, and then also Sam Wilson like not existing, but also kind of dealing with like some of the race stuff, like how people can't get loans and but how could you i mean i don't have a financial history because i haven't existed for five years like how has the government not come up with some like plan or like mm-hmm. a stimulus for those guys you know like it just seems really kind of weird of that about that um was i mean i always like when we get cameos by people but i'll, I'll just dig into all those uh love the appearance by roadie um, right? didn't expect awesome. him at all but like it's also I, I don't know if it's going to lead into his armor wars show but like just War Machine's going to have to step up, too, and he might become the next Iron Man, but I know they've confirmed Ironheart, too, so there's the, the future of the Iron Man franchise, uh, or at least the the Stark tech, um, is a bit up in the air as well. So maybe Rudy has these same doubts about himself stepping up, uh, but he's, he knows he's going to have to with his own thing. Um, one of the big ones, um, Val, I'll just call her that because her name is a whole cluster frack crap <laughs> i censored myself there um showing up uh at the end in the middle of episode five because they kept teasing this throughout i try to 
limit spoilers and all that stuff, but I couldn't avoid this. One of my podcasts dropped this and said, oh, hey, there's going to be a big cameo in episode five. I'm going like, was it Steve? And then also they filmed most of this in 2019. Part of me thought it was Chadwick Boseman with the Wakanda factor we had. Oh, yeah. Because like how, I mean, how powerful would that be? I, I mean, there's oh still God. a chance that scene does exist, but how powerful would it have been if Chadwick came in and said like, there's not many of us like, I'm sorry, that voice is offensive over here, but like, there's not many of us on the front line, Sam. I, I've only known Steve Rogers a little bit, but he chose you for a reason. Like something along those lines, came, like I, I'm not a writer a or I'm not a great impersonation, impersonationist voice actor over here, but <laughs> I, that would have been iconic. I mean, because I think the last thing we have him confirmed at, unless they have some background footage from the first Black Panther is going to be what if, but it just would have been iconic just to see not also not only Steve giving him like the go ahead, but like Black Panther also being on cycle. Like, hey, like we need you out here, brother. Like, there's yeah. a lot out here. I mean, I got my own kingdom out here, but like America's not my jurisdiction, dude. Like, but mm-hmm. it would have been really something cool. along those lines. Uh, but oh, Zemo! Anything Zemo oh, did was yeah. great. Uh, I think my I think anytime I try to do a foreign accent, it slips into Zemo anyway. Like oh yes, Trouble Man soundtrack is a great thing, Bucky. How have you not listened to it yet? He's like he. And Zam's he's like he's out of line, but he's right. right. Like I gotta say, my Steve favorite... adored Marvin Gaye. What are you talking about? But I feel like I've been hogging it. Levi and Jordan, I'll let you talk about your favorite parts of the show because I think well, I took over half of it. Um, but no, like oh god, a lot of what you touched on uh, is like yeah this this was amazing this was a beautiful show uh i gotta say the one of the more powerful moments of the show for me was the flashback to bucky in wakanda and them confirming that all of the winter soldier programming was gone and just the the pain and relief and the trauma on his face when he realizes that he's free and uh io is telling him you're free it's it's just so emotional and and it's such a powerful scene and then it just like cuts right back to the show uh and that was like one of my favorite moments in in falcon and the winter soldier uh besides that like going into a lot of a lot of my favorite moments are are with bucky so like bucky like how are we gonna get this thing off the off the truck and he just lifts it up and just they're like oh okay uh or 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 bucky flirting with uh sarah uh sam's sister which i thought was hilarious and don't flirt with my sister (laughs) oh oh, okay yeah their relationship is very iconic it kind of reminds me uh, i mean now that this void is gone after 15 seasons but their relationship kind of reminded me of sam and dean's uh from supernatural a little bit and oh yeah I can, I can absolutely sure. So I'm glad something that. else For sure. recaptured that and re- kind of refreshed it and took it in its place. And I just thought it, the way that they – I really liked that they did continually hit on uh, being a black man in America. And they, it's like every episode they, they came back to it. And the whole story with Isaiah Bradley – or wait, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got it. Isaiah Bradley. And they even introduced Eli Bradley, his grandson, who – uh, in the comics, becomes Patriot uh, for the Young Avengers. What? Which no, they are actively what? No. <laughs> <laughs> but and I just thought it was. I thought they handled everything very well with with this. And then Sam's final speech uh, that he gives, like as Captain America, I thought was just really, really well written. Um, however. I think the one thing that they got really, really on the nose, hit the nail right on the head, is like the final scene where with uh, Sam and Bucky, where Bucky comes into the the cookout. Everyone's cooking. And what did he do? He's the only white guy. He brought the cake. He brought a store made cake. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> he knew better than to try to make anything. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, I'm sure he learned how to make some like borscht or like a uh, gruel <laughs> in Russia. Yeah, I'm sure they but... would love that. Nah. <laughs> uh, no, like, I'm pretty sure he could have just brought. He ice. clearly like he knew. Should have brought some Winter Soldier popsicles. <laughs> Winter Soldier popsicles. Brought some. But, uh, uh, like, brought some Soldier capsicles, did. guys. I, I just liked how they did it. I thought it was really well. Some Ben and, and Jerry's uh, ice cream. Like I follow a lot of uh, black content creators, and they they're like, oh yeah, no, Bucky knows what he's doing. He's he's a brother. I was like, 
okay. They're like, yeah, no. Yeah, we're good. When with they, Bucky. Uh, I mean, I was exactly a little bit disappointed when they pushed uh, when they postponed the show because they obviously weren't finished with it uh, last year. But like with all like the Black Lives Matter movement and all the stuff with the pandemic and all that stuff, I figured like, is there a way they're retooling the show to address some of the stuff? And like, I I, mean, I was a fool to think they were retooling. Like that was going to be the message regardless. But like, it just came into my mind more like, oh yeah, this stuff is going to be more relevant because like John Walker kind of is like a cop more or less. Like he's trying to do things yeah. by the book but also he will get aggressive and tries to demand respect going like do you know who like that one scene where uh they uh storm and try to find the, the flag smashers he's like, do you know who i am and that guy spits on him i mean he's like yeah we know who how much are. how much i mean yeah. when steve walked in the room uh he, he i mean he commanded respect but like if someone spit on him like he wasn't gonna like get all pissy and fight like he would just walk away or just like would have done his job but like not as aggressive as john walker so to, to go off of that one thing that i noticed is in pretty much any movie that steve is in whenever he introduces himself to people he's like hey i'm i'm uh i'm steve mm-hmm. and john that's all he said. hey captain america uh, how's it going john walker captain america and then the only time that uh sam says he's captain america is when people are like who are you he's like Captain America. I'm I'm the new Captain America. We need to go. Yeah, he And he, he doesn't do it like he's not boasting. He's just saying it. But uh one thing I wanted to touch on also is like you you said something about like if they were doing like reshoots or anything like recuts. They actually did. Uh and that's why mm-hmm. part of the show like seems like it's missing things with like the flag smashers. Yeah, cuz they're after part the vaccine the going like wait a minute. supposed to be that there was a worldwide pandemic when everyone came back. And then a worldwide mm-hmm. pandemic happened. And they're like, ooh, that's a little too much on the nose. We're going to. Yeah, so I would love maybe down the road post COVID to see some of these scenes and see like how close they got it. But that maybe that might not be too sensitive. Just the, the filmmaker and TV show and this MCU fan in general. Because, I mean, we're going to find, I mean, just like a lot of other stuff we've seen, like secret scenes that were intended uh, for other we'll stuff. DVD, I've already right? uh, had someone point out a scene that I was like, oh, that's interesting and it's from uh spider-man far from home and just real quick i'll, I'll touch on this spider-man far from home it's set like five months after captain uh, falcon and the winter soldier uh and we see uh what's his name uh happy he has the shield when he's in the the vault and he throws the shield and it just like falls to the ground and he goes how does cap do that not how did cap do that how does cap do that He's speaking Ooh, in present tense. He's talking about that. Sam, the current Captain America, who is oh, not a god throwing the shield. <laughs> I didn't catch because that. Because they are so damn clever. Super soldiers through the shield. So he's like, how does Cap do that? Speaking about Sam. That's awesome. <clears throat> I know that one of my favorite parts about the series, I think just they touched on the politics and, and you know, Black Lives Matter is, is something that is very big. Um, and I think that they handled it very, very well without shoving it down our throats. It didn't feel like as a white male, um, I, I was not upset at all on how they handled it. Like, it was not one of those, like, shoving it down, like, shame on you, the white man. Like, cause I've, I've seen some people where they, they, they write these posts, and I'm like, I take offense to some of that because I, I can't help that I was born this way. Um, you know, however, if I can help you in any way that I can as a Christian and as, as a, a fellow son and daughter of God, like, we're, we're here to help. Um, and I think that they just handled it very, very well. I'm excited to see kind of where they're going forward. Um, I'm hoping that we will uh, – I heard Cap 4 is on its way, so I'm really excited to go there. Oh, yep, um, confirmed it the day of the finale, which I'm like, oh, yeah. what? Though, I got to say, with stuff like that and just clickbait news and stuff, there is a lot of stuff I am skeptical of. Like, I mean, part of me is hoping and praying when we get that Spider-Man 3 trailer. It is, like, in live-action Spider-Verse because, like, we only have so many more movies left with Tom oh. Holland and this – thing and i really want steve to come back too but i just don't want them to undercut if they bring him back because like they handled the ending so well and i don't want him to like but not not that steve would belittle but like i don't want his appearance to overshadow sam cap absolutely yeah if they did bring him back but like just i think the way even anthony mackie heard about is like oh yeah you're coming back for cap four when he was at the store which i'm going like you're telling me like they didn't even talk about a possibility or like they didn't call you that day like that just so either the new sites are lying or Anthony Mackie's just playing coy and he's terrible 
or, or he's got a good game face on like Tom Holland and uh, <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, so, Mark Ruffalo. All right, <laughs> Poor well, Tom. guys, thank you so much for joining me. It is at the end of uh, this this podcast, and I hate having to cut us off, but I try to keep us around the hour mark. Yeah, um, I mean, we could do this all day. I know we, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Cap, you know, is is one of our favorites, uh, and I just. I had to hit this this one and, and make sure that we got a, uh, a whole episode just for our fellow Cap nerds. Uh, we, we love Captain America. So thank you, listeners, for joining us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for news on giveaways and upcoming podcasts. Uh, and we will catch you guys next time on your left here on Nerd Talk. Nerd Talk.